Well, praise the Lord, and welcome back to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. If, you, if you're new to our broadcast, we are an Arizona 501c3, a nonprofit prayer ministry, a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light, a non-denominational ministry, a prayer ministry, serving the Lord Jesus Christ, both from Gospel of Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona, as well as the worldwide broadcast CEO here in Fort Mojave, Arizona, where it was 122 to degrees today. We're now broadcasting to over 23 different countries and providences around the world. So wherever you may be listening to the sound of my voice, we welcome you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to talk a little bit today about four little words. And we're going to be in the book of Haggai 113. Haggai 1.13, then spoke Haggai to the Lord's messenger and the Lord's message and to the people saying, I am with you. Say that with me. I am with you, saith the Lord. Usually I do music and prayer and, and, and so um, I want to get right into this message today. So I'm going to forego the music, but we are going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, Lord God, just lifting up each and every listener out there, those that, that, that are holding up and, 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 and going forward. They know what I'm about to preach on. They know that when the Lord says, I am with you, he's with them. So I just ask, Lord God, as, as we are a, a, a prayer ministry, praying for the salvation of the lost around the world, that, Lord, we would we would just remind each person as they speak to another person about Jesus that they would remember these four little words, I am with you. I am with you. You know, I want to talk a little bit about what I do. Now, I'm a, I'm a counselor. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a therapist. So, so when I counsel people, let me give an example. A middle-aged man is having a tough time. His father and mother are both dead now. They passed away, and he misses them tremendously. He's got problems with his kids, economic problems in today's world. There's severe shortages in all the necessities of life. Gas prices are, are outrageous. It's hard to even get enough to go to work and back. So it hit the, the region where he lives extremely hard. To make matters worse, it seems as if, if every time that he accomplishes something, someone else comes along and, and grabs what he's worked hard for all his life. It's enough to make anyone want to give up. But four words from God, four words changed everything. Another, I have to watch how I do this. Another young person run, runs away from home. He knows that one of his own family members is out to, 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 to beat, beat him up and, and put him in the hospital, possibly even kill him. Most of you know that I work with LGBTQ kids, youth. And so many of them are either suicidal 
or they're worried about their family taking their own life because of their, their life, their, their, their sexual orientation. This young man finds, found himself all alone and afraid in crisis in a, in a place he's never been before. His future looked grim. But then praise be to God. We remind each and every person, if they don't know, we let them know. Four little words changed everything in this young man's life. It was a sincere and honest em employee, and they work hard. They're honest, productive, and yet has to be put up with constant sexual harassment from one of the bosses. This happens every day around this world. After refusing the unwanted advances day after day, this honest, hardworking employee is accused of sexual misconduct by the very person who has been guilty of the harassment. The employee is thrown in jail to serve out an unwa uh, unwarranted sentence. His outlook is bleak, but four words, four little words changed everything in his life. We had an 80-year-old man. He's prompted to, 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 to confront the world's most powerful leader and demand freedom for his people. He doesn't want to do it. He feels weak and afraid and completely inadequate. But four words from God gave him the, 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 the strength to take away that fear to stand up and ask for help for his country. That's the president of Ukraine. Yet another man was lost, his best friend and mentor, and, and is called on to take his place. The man is filled with grief. He knows that his dead friend was the sort of man that, that cannot be replaced. How can he possibly handle the responsibility of all of it? By four little words that will change everything. Another young man feels like a rabbit hiding from a fox. Enemy troops occupy his country. They've been seized, seizing everybody's food supplies. And this young man sneaks around trying to find and store food for his family. He is swamped with a feeling of worry, weakness, and worthlessness. This is a soldier in Ukraine. And yet, four little words spoken by God changed everything. An entire nation is just bouncing back from the ravages of war and exile that it, that it brought upon itself. But in the midst of the reconstruction, the people's priority become mixed up. Their situation keeps going downhill. They are warned that change was necessary and they would slip right back into the same disaster. They are filled with the feelings of guilt and discouragement. They wonder if there's truly have a future at all. They hope it's not too late to turn things around. But four little words can change everything. Those four little words that changed the situation for all of these people I've mentioned today. Four simple words. Each word contains only one syllable. But these four words changed everything when the one who spoke those words is God.
He told Haggai to tell the people, I am with you. Say it with me. I am with you. Glory to God. I remember in the, in the church, in the Christmas season, it's always time of a celebration for most people. It always seems to bring out the good in people. It draws from the deep within us the feelings of goodwill and cheer. Yet this time of the year also triggers feelings of another sort for many. The Christmas season has the highest rate of suicide because of the depression it brings to many. It is the time when we feel most deeply in absence of the loved ones that have passed into eternity. It is the time when the pain of a, a broken family relationship hits the hardest. A time when people feel the guilt of past failures. During this this the, the Christmas season, we find ourselves quickly approaching the end of another year with all of us successes and failures. We have the sense of understanding the words of James, life is just a vapor. It is here for a moment and then it vanishes. I realize we're in almost into August, midsummer. And here I am talking about Christmas. But every day should be Christmas. Every single day we should remember those four little words. I am with you. The years are passing with supersonic speed. Man, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's almost August. I don't know where this year has gone. And we sometimes wonder what our lives really amount to. As we look to, to, to possibly a better year, we have our moments of hope and, and the lot of anxiety that carries on with us. But those four little words, those four little words spoken of God, spoken by God, will change your life forever. Here we are in summer. And during this summer, when we see the inflation going sky, skyrocketing, when we see the gas prices high, most people are on fixed incomes, can't make it anymore. We see Russia doing what Russia is doing, China doing what China is doing. There's, there's a possibility of all-out World War III around us. We have needs. But more than anything else, to hear and believe the four simple words of God, I am with you. I will bring you through. That's what he's saying. When God speaks those words to your heart, everything changes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When God speaks those words, even the harshest of situations have to succumb to the promise and the power of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am with you, God said. The creator of the universe has spoken. Those four words changed everything for a, a middle-aged struggler named uh, Isaac, uh, Isaac. They changed the life of a frightened runaway named Jacob. They vindicated a wrongfully imprisoned employee named Joseph. Those four words changed everything for Moses, the timid 80-year-old. They gave strength to Joshua and the man who had to fill the shoes of Moses. And the, for Gideon, the scared rabbit, those four words made him a mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. 
Those four simple one-syllable words, I am with you, make a deciding difference in any situation. They changed everything for the confused and the guilty nation of Israel. And they changed everything for an insignificant young lady named Mary. No matter what your situation might be, when the living God declares, I am with you, it changes everything in your life. God's presence is all you need in any situation. I don't care how bad it is. If God is with you, you will be set free. And your reliance on him will make you the victor in all situations. I want you to consider a man named Isaac. He's in his middle years. His father Abraham and his mother Sarah are dead, and his heart still feels the emptiness within. He loves his, his wife Rebekah and his sons Esau and Jacob. But there is unwanted tension at the home. Isaac tends to favor the brawny son Esau, while Rebekah prefers the brainy son Jacob. Meanwhile, a, fam a famine consumes the land, causing serious shortages. Does this sound familiar to you? Go to Walmart and look on the shelves. Isaac is forced to move to another region, the land of the Philistines. In many ways, Isaac is a typical middle-aged man. His parents are gone. His family is under stress. And economic conditions cause him to move his family away from his home and so that he can provide sufficiently for them. There are a number of people who can identify with this situation right now. Right here, right now, in this time, many people are moving away, moving out of the state of Arizona because things are so tough here. It's not an ideal situation to say the least, but then the Lord speaks to Isaac and he promises to be with Isaac and to bless him. And soon Isaac and his family become very rich. Being immersed in envy, the people around him begin to resent his success, and his family becomes very rich. This happens not once, but three times. Isaac moves, digs a well, is forced to leave, has to start all over again. Three times! But he knew that God was with him. And each and every time God tells Isaac, I am the God of your, your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you. Say that with me. I am with you and I will bless you. Genesis 26, 24. So hearing these words from God, having the promise to uh, restated by the one who keeps all his promises, gives Isaac the strength to go on, to continue the struggle of life. Isaac knew that he wasn't alone. He knew that in the, in the muddle, in the middle of the muddle of, of his life, God was present with him. And when a person knows this and understands its implication, everything is seen in a different light because God is with you. Let's take Jacob. Isaac's son, Jacob, found that those same four words provided encouragement and a sense of destiny for him. You know, Jacob, the one who conveyed away, he, he, he Con conveyed away uh, his brother's birthright and then outright stole his brother's blessing from his father. He had to run away from his home country to escape his brother's wrath. 
It is while Jacob slept on a pillow of stone in a place called Certain that he had a dream and wrestled with an angel. He hears the voice of God promising to make him a great nation. Then the frightened runaway hears God say, I am with you. Say it with me. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Genesis 28 verse 15. Throughout the rest of his life. Though the ups and the, through the ups and the downs of his life, through the good times and the bad times, through all his sin, mistakes, and sorrow, Jacob knows one thing for certain, that God is with him. I want to say that to you today, those that are listening, throughout the rest of your life, through all the ups and downs of this life, through the good times and the bad times, through all your sin, your mistakes, your sorrow, I want you to know one thing for certain, and that is that the Bible says God is with you. If you are alone and afraid and running from something, God has sent me this day on this broadcast with a message for you. God has sent me to tell you he is with you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, I am with you. Joseph, Jacob's son, Joseph had to deal with jealous brothers who, who sold him into slavery. But according to Genesis 39, verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph and prospered. He prospered. Joseph was promoted to the top position in Potiphar's house. He was doing quite well until Mrs. Potiphar developed a crush on him. And when he resisted her passage, she turned on him in the most bitter and ugly way. She accused Joseph of carnal misconduct and had him put in prison. Through it all, are you listening? Through it all, God was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Genesis 39, 20 through 23. Read it. Let it fall upon your heart. Let the words of the, uh, of the Bible come stand up on the page and fill your soul. Maybe you've been treated unjustly. Perhaps you are in a situation that seems hopeless. Don't give up. Say it with me. Don't give up. Don't allow the, the seed of bitterness to plant its ugly uh, likeness in your heart. Joseph re refused to declare himself a helpless victim. He refused to waste all his energy hating his brothers and Potiphar's wife. He had the same promise that you and I have right now today. Four words that made all the difference in his life. No matter what the situation, those four words, I am with you. God speaks. The creator of the universe. The alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. Joseph had such an understanding of God's promise and his plan that he was willing to tell everyone who had done him wrong. You, may, you, you meant it for bad. But God meant it for good. Listen, when God is with you, even prison can't keep you from success. And unjust actions on the part of others cannot keep you from fulfilling God's plan for your life. Forgive and go on. Forgive and go on. Say it again. Forgive and go on because the Lord is with you. Hallelujah. The Lord is with you. Knowing and understanding the power that is in the promise of those four words 
will change everything in your life in the way you view life as well. With the liberating knowledge that you are not trapped in the victim mentality. I tell people all the time, get out of that pity pot mentality. Grab a hold of your bootstraps. Stand up straight and know that God is with you. You are free to succeed no matter what your uh, debilitating circumstances may be right now in today's economy, today's world. You are one who understands that God is on your side and he plans for your life. With the knowledge of these four little words, you can overcome disappointment. You can overcome hardships. You can be set free. And you can face challenges that seem unsurmountable. But God is with you. God is always with you. Let's look at Moses. Moses was an 80-year-old sheep herder when God told him to go and confront Pharaoh, demanding the release of the Israelite slaves. He questioned God's choice, a backwoods sheep herder with a speech impediment. But God gave Moses a sure promise. I will be with thee. Exodus 3, 11 through 12. Say with me, I will be with thee. And with God at his side, Moses was able to lead the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt into the promised land. Now I want to talk for a moment to the pastors out there that may be listening. You may feel like you've been on the backside of a, desert, a deserted mountain and out of touch with society for so long that God can't use you. That's not true. God can use you. But that's exactly where God wanted Moses to be. And that's a pro the, the, pro probably where Moses wanted to be. It was those 40 years on the backside of, of a mountain working for his father-in-law, herding sheep. And Moses learned the patience that he would need to lead the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt and out of slavery. If you think, pastor, if you think you are too ill-equipped to handle the job, God has seen fit to place you in instead of asking, who am I? Start asking, who is with me? Who is with me? If God is with you, it doesn't matter how weak and insecure you happen to be. You may say, I, I don't speak good enough to, to preach. If God is with you, you can do anything. For all things are possible with God. Let's look at Joshua. After the death of Moses, the Israelites were uh, were standing on the border of the promised land. Joshua had an enormous challenge. How could he go on without his friend and mentor? How could he possibly take the place of Moses? How could he conquer all those well-armed and, and fortified cities? It is in his time of questioning that Joshua hears the unmistakable voice of God. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Joshua 1 and 5. Joshua no longer had this, the security of Moses, but he had the security of Almighty God. Hallelujah. No matter what Joshua faced, God was with him and the victory was certain. Like Joshua made you. Maybe you are faced with a situation where someone you depended on is gone. I want to serve you with an, an, an abounding assurance. God is with you and he will never forsake you. He will never leave you.
And when God is with you, all things are possible. When God is with you, all things are possible. Gideon faced an enormous army. And all he had was 300 men and a promise. God told Gideon in Judges chapter 6, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Maybe you have doubted the promise of victory. But if God says he is with you, he means it. And he will give you the power to do what he has called you to do. These four little words, I am with you. Maybe we should put them in caps. And that's what they mean. You don't have to worry. It's courage for the fearful. Vitality to those that are weary. Hope for those that are dead in. Comfort for the grieving. Strength for the weak. And they also promise a pardon. <coughs> Excuse me for the guilty. Let me grab a, a, a swig of water here. Mm. Forgive me. <coughs> Israel's sin and God's promise. The children of Israel once fell so far into sin that God allowed them to be conquered by the Babylonian and carried off into exile. When they were returned to their land, they worked feverishly on their personal gain, building nice homes, cultivating the land, but they left God's temple in ruins. No matter how hard they worked for success, they could never get ahead. Something always went wrong. You see, God sent his servant, a prophet named Haggai, to tell them what the problem was. Through Haggai, the Lord condemned their selfishness and their mixed up priorities he told them to start working on a house of god and to start worshiping him again or else they would continue to fall at every fail at everything they attempted to do and israel heard they released re realized what their sin was they obeyed Haggai's guy's message and they feared the lord was it all too little too late? Would God forgive them and give them another chance? Hearing the questions, God prompted Haggai to preach the shortest sermon recorded in the entire Bible in Haggai 1 and 13. I am with you, declares the Lord. Shortest sermon on record. That's it. He said, I am with you. But that's all that the people needed to know. It meant that God had, had forgiven them and that he would help them in the, the work of rebuilding the temple and the nation as well as their own homes. And Israel stands today. He said, I am with you, declares the Lord. And that means that everything is going to be all right. My friends, God is with us. Everything I have shared with you has come from the Old Testament, but they all lead to the, to the supreme promise and the revelation of God with us. Say it with me, God with us. That is declared in the New Testament. The angel Gabriel appears to a humble peasant girl named Mary, and the first thing he says to her is, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. 
He explained that though a miracle of the Holy Ghost, she would give birth to the only begotten Son of Almighty God. In Matthew 1, 22-23, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. The birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is God's supreme way, my friends, perpetually saying to you today, listening to this broadcast, that God is with you. It says, I am with you. Those four little words will change everything in your life because Jesus changes everything that he touches. If you want to hear God telling you, I am with you, then accept his offer to fulfill you with the Holy Spirit as your comforter. He is indeed Emmanuel, God with us. He took on the flesh and the blood to live among us. And he has given us his spirit, not only to be with us, but also to live in us and to comfort you and I. When we put our faith together in God, he is with us and nothing, nothing, nothing can separate us from his love. The final chapter of Matthew reports that the last words the resurrected Christ told his disciples before he ascended into heaven to be with his father, behold, I am with thee always, even unto the end of this world. Matthew 28, 20. If you don't know Jesus, if you have never received his spirit, which is evidenced by, 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 by the, the love that God has for you, if you don't have the assurance that God is with you, I have come on this broadcast today with four words that can change your life. God said, I am with you. Say it with me. I am with you. Jesus told his disciples, I am with you, but one day I will be in you. If you will believe his words and receive his promise, you'll be able to face 2022 and 2023, this, this new time we're living in, with a new sense of calm and confidence. The world may be collapsing around us, but God is with us. And you can face eternity with joy and eagerness. Once you come to understand and accept that Jesus came to be God with us, that he is always with us, that he died to remove the sin that separates us from God, that he rose from the dead to give you eternal life, and that his spirit lives within you and directs your life, then your life will stand on the firm foundation of four simple words, I am with you. When you have this foundation, nothing can shake you. Isaiah 41.10, in closing, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of righteousness. Of righteousness. You can face any challenge. When you hear God telling you those four words that change everything, I am with you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I want to give you an invitation right now to come to know Jesus. You don't have to walk down the, 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 the center aisle of a great cathedral 
with gold statues or stained glass windows you can do it right there listening to me right now if you'll just bow your head and say this sinner's prayer with me let us pray together if you've never known Jesus just bow your head where you are and let's invite him into your heart and remember those four little words I am with you Lord God we pray today that those that are listening that do not know Jesus Christ will find Jesus as their Lord and Savior we know that the only begotten of God gave his life his blood that we might be redeemed that we might find salvation for this is the purpose of this broadcast is the salvation of the lost now I want you to repeat after me Heavenly Father I come before you today a sinner I have sinned Lord and I need your forgiveness I pray I pray that each and every person in my life would receive Jesus Christ and that you would guide and direct my life through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. I invite you to see that eternal life today by confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, Lord, I believe you died and was resurrected on the third day bringing new life, cleansing the sin that I have in my life. I give you my heart, my soul. I choose to follow you as Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I ask forgiveness. Amen and amen if you said that sinner's prayer in faith faithfully that i tell you that god is with you this day move forward in your life knowing that you are walking with god you have jesus christ sitting at the right hand of the father and you have the holy ghost dwelling within you right now Seek out a Bible-believing church. Ask them to baptize you in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. And then seek out a Bible-believing church that you can follow and learn about God. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you, for he is always with you. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Peace.